Step into the world of advertising with FjorgeCast, predicting the most important trends in the advertising industry. Host Tim Barsness dishes on the latest developments within the advertising realm. Tune into the FjorgeCast to receive insider tips and advice from experts within the advertising industry. FjorgeCast is your first stop in hearing about the unique opportunities and challenges advertisers face today. Cranberry Radio is proud to present FjorgeCast with your host, Tim Barsness. Thanks for joining us on FjorgeCast. I'm Tim Barsness, founder of web and mobile development team Fjorge. And today on our show, we'll be talking with Charlie Fusco about her full-service branding agency, Synergix. Welcome to the show, Charlie. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. Charlie, can you tell us a little about Synergix? We are a full-service branding agency. We specialize in thought leadership platforms. And what does that mean? We take your uh, service, your idea, your lead generation, your persona, and we make it accessible to people in any medium they want, radio, television, online, in books. And we do it from a brand platform space. And we specialize in direct response, which I think makes us different than a traditional ad agency or a traditional uh, online agency. We, We use sort of two different ways, old and new, to get the message out there. And what does direct response mean to you? For me, direct response is very easy. I got in the business about 20 years ago. It means get off the couch, pick up the phone, and act. Um, These days, it might mean uh, respond to a text, a mobile app. It might mean go to a website or walk into a retail store. Direct response means that you have made a passionate plea that the listening or viewing audience has seen reacted to, and it's going to respond in a way that's either now a monetary exchange, an email exchange, or a vote. So it's a a way of making your marketing and your message accountable. So it requires a one-to-one touch then? Well, we talk a lot about intimacy in our our agency. When you're in a conversation with a one-on-one person, it's a very intimate environment. When you put a television infomercial out there, it's not intimate. You're talking to the masses. But transactions and, more importantly, customer loyalty happen in intimate uh, environments. And so what we try to do is take transactional marketing and make it into long-term customer relations. And, And we do that by making mass communication as intimate as we can. Got it. So um, you were kind of getting into this a little bit, but how did you get into this space? Completely, completely by accident. I grew up with this vision to be a documentary filmmaker. I went to Northwestern Film School for a while. I was at Boston University. I was studying everything you could possibly do to become a filmmaker. And I realized, wow, documentary filmmakers make no money. And I went and tried to get a job. I landed as a copywriter at an agency in Maine. I was copywriting for radio. I got bored one day and said, hey, why don't we make a TV commercial? They said, can you do that? And I went, of course I can do that. Thinking, you know, documentaries and commercials have to be somewhat the same. And um, I I did it. And my first infomercial was a massive success, which was luck. And it just sort of snowballed from there. And I was lucky enough to be with an agency that had a lot of parts in it. And I studied and I learned and I asked a lot of questions. And then about four years later, I started my own agency. Uh, The first infomercial you mentioned, is that one that we might still see on TV today? It's no longer on TV today. Uh, It would be very out of date. It is still on the radio waves, but you can buy it in retail. And so every time I pass by it in retail, I get good memories. It was a calcium magnesium supplement, a powder you put in water, you drink it down, and it uh, worked on your sleep and your pain. So, Got it. Uh, What's the coolest thing you've done in your career? 
there's been a, a lot of really cool things, a lot of really cool people. If I'm talking about uh, production and I'm talking about television, I went through a stint where I was producing rap videos. And that for me was pretty cool because we were producing rap videos at the time that record stores were closing down. And this was right around the Spotify time, right around when all the lawsuits were happening about music sharing. And it was still, the internet was still really my space when, in terms of sharing uh, music. And so the company I was working with on these rap videos was really trying to create uh, direct response rap videos and making albums and records out of, um, street talent. And so we got to be incredibly creative. And for me, the documentary filmmaker in me got to learn the stories of these rap artists. There was a set of five of them that were actual skateboarders and they were called the board bangers and they would skateboard and rap at the same time. And so we were blending music and culture and community and following all together. And so for me, that was really fun and exciting and um, a short window of time because the music industry went in a completely different uh, area, but it was a great time. Got it. Interesting. Um, so if somebody's considering working with Synergix, um, how do they, what are they deciding on? How do they make this, the decision to work with you guys? Well, happily... I'm in my 17th year of owning Synergex and happily, I'm going to say 85 to 90% of our business comes through word of mouth referral. Um, I am still the biggest fan of do a great job and somebody will talk about it. And so that's what my team here it goes above and beyond with customer service, with clients. We have a philosophy that we run your business like we own your business. So if that means we're taking out the trash, we do that because that's what we do in our own business. And so word of mouth for us is still the key and king of what we do. We've also been lucky enough to produce some of the largest uh, infomercials on television uh, in the last 10 years in the health and wellness space. So we have some very big visibility and credibility there. Uh, and then now with the way that media is merging, we are in a lot of different verticals. We didn't stay true to what we know, which would have been health and wellness. We've really been able to expand into publishing health and wellness into financial services, lead gen, and personal endorsement radio. And so all of the word of mouth, we've been able to bring them into new areas. So our business has actually uh, expanded very organically. So I heard you say that um, you're transition into different verticals was based on media kind of merging. Um, how, how do those two relate in your mind? Well, when you think about how traditional direct response, you think about, you see an 800 number or go to this URL. And in the last three to five years with the explosion of Amazon and Google and all of the other online uh, places that you can go and find information and experts and uh, community and products, it's no longer what I see on my television. I don't just go to my phone and dial an 800 number. I go to my iPhone and I look up, you know, whether it's on Amazon or Google or through an app, or I do my Facebook share and I see who's talking about it. And so we really quickly, especially because we own a call center and a call center is based on people calling you. So if you're running an ad campaign and nobody's calling, you've got a big problem. <laughs> so what we did is we really started to figure out what we call quantum media. How do you put an ad on television, still one of the biggest ways to drive online media, 
But how do you track it? How do you capture those sales? Because when we first started seeing the trends, we would put a commercial on television that was doing amazing. And then all of a sudden, we couldn't find the sales. Well, guess what? People went to Amazon looking for it. And if they didn't find it exactly, they wanted it a certain price, they went to the competitor product. More importantly, your competitors were buying keywords against you, so they weren't even going to your vanity URL. And we had to become students very, very quickly about how print, TV, radio, personal endorsement, online, reverse opt-ins, books, publishing, and even mobile, how they crossed. And really, was it by age group? Was it by product category? Was it time of year? Was it by media channel? How did that all impact? And I'm excited to say that we still have a thriving call center. And so now we may run an infomercial on television. 70% of the response may go online, but that 30% still chooses to call and talk to a live agent. And we're able to manipulate campaign numbers uh, in a way that's really profitable for clients. So we just had to get smart really fast. Cool. And interesting that the call center is not dead. If you think that everybody is going to buy your product online, you're probably killing yourself. It would be a, a good good lesson to take from that. Um, so did you always have a call center associated with your agency? No, I started my agency in 2001. We started the call center at the end of 2002 into 2003. It took us about a year. I started the call center, I like to say, out of stupidity and reactivity. Um, we lost a very large campaign because the call center they were using failed. And I thought to myself, I put in so much blood, sweat, and tears into that campaign. It was going to be a massive, massive campaign for us. And to have lost it because a call center couldn't track and couldn't answer the calls, I just immediately said, well, if I had run that call center, that would have never happened. And 30 days later, I had a call center in an abandoned deli on a university campus. And um, we started making campaigns work in a way that nobody else could understand. And we had our mattress topper campaign, our five-minute wrinkle campaign. And every campaign we ran through our call center went big. And so within five years, we had about 450 people working in a call center, and we really understood the art of the sale and how to track it back to media. So for a long time, that was fantastic for us. I love it. You got to get a lot more insight into the um, the overall process if you control it kind of soup to nuts. That's really the philosophy that Synergix has been built on is as much as we can control without trying to be experts in any, you know in every category, if we can bring it in, and again, we're trying to run your business the way we would if it was our business. So every business owner wants as much control as possible. And if you bring a product into our building, we have a production suite, we have a television studio, we have a radio a recording booth. So if we see something that can be improved, we're not waiting two and three weeks to make that creative change, we make that change within the week and put it back on the air that week. And then we monitor the results, whether that means listening to hundreds of calls and getting the the actual thing that the customer is saying, or it does that mean, uh, you know, listening to customer service calls. And so we're able to be very reactionary and more importantly, then call our vendor partners, whether it's a web development company or a fulfillment center or a credit card processor and give them real feedback that uh, affects change. Right. That's a great point. Uh, we need to take a break, but when we come back, we'll be getting some advertising advice from Charlie. Don't go away. Georgecast with Tim Barsness. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. How much are your best ideas worth? PriorThings.com gives you an added layer of protection for all of your intellectual property, ideas, and creative things. New business idea, pitch deck, PowerPoint presentation, song lyrics, source code, killer blog posts. We help you protect it all. How do we do it? We use the same technology platform that secures transactions for Bitcoin. 
and other cryptocurrencies. Learn more at PriorThings.com. Check out exclusive listener pricing for Cranberry Radio listeners by going to bit.ly slash Founders Circle. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contest and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. Tim Barsness is back with more advertising advice with FjordCast, only on Cranberry Radio. Welcome back to FjordCast. I'm your host, Tim Barsness, and I'm here with Charlie Fusco of Synergix. Uh, so, Charlie, I'm curious uh, how your team does what they do so successfully. Um, what is the key to Synergix's success? Well, the key is that... Um we don't believe that things can't be done. I have a word here in the building that says can't doesn't exist. It may be harder to do. It may be more expensive and it may not give us the right outcome in the shortest amount of time, but it can be done. And part of us taking that attitude along with uh, your business is our business is we really look at it in a way of saying, well, how do we get the mission accomplished? And when you bring in, um, really smart people that maybe weren't experts in the field. So we've taken really brilliant college students and made them amazing media buyers. We've taken really great writers and made them incredible producers. And we've taken um, salespeople on our telemarketing floor who were brilliant on the phones and we've made them VPs of companies. And uh, the secret sauce here is we don't really see black and white and we don't see shades of gray. We actually make the colors here. And I know that sounds a little bit out there, but because we do it all here, it never occurs to us that something can't be done. And so a great example would be we had a commercial. It was supposed to be a two-minute commercial. And when we were watching it, we just said, it's not enough. We can't sell it this way. We need another minute. And they said, well, there's no such thing as three-minute commercials. So we called a couple of TV stations and we said, hey, if we wanted to buy a three-minute commercial, would you let us? And the TV station said, yeah, sure. Why? Because TV has to change their game too now. Things are changing all the time. And so one of the biggest advice uh, – things that I give to clients and, and other vendors is, look, the world is changing faster than we can track. So ask the question, ask for what you want, ask for what you need. And typically people are waiting to give it to you. They just don't even know it yet. That's a perfect piece of advice. Um, how Do you guys do a lot of TV commercials? 
We do. Um, we whether we're doing short form, sixty second or two minute or half hour, uh, we probably do you know two three dozen a year. Um, we do a lot in the personal endorsement space as well, personal endorsement radio, and a lot of times those turn into online videos. And we do a lot of um, radio to TV blogs, so a lot of television. We're editing all the time here. How difficult video, is I'll it? I'll tell for- you, it's hard. It's the number one thing people should be doing is putting video out in the world. Well, that's what I was going to ask is how dis- difficult is it for a company to have a TV commercial? You know, production these days is not as expensive as anybody would think, right? You normally think of a TV commercial as going, oh, I have to spend $300,000 to get something that looks like, you know, a million bucks. The truth is YouTube and iPhones change the expectation of what a consumer will buy and believe. And also the technology has changed so quickly that you can produce amazing stuff, you know, with a college student in your home. It's not the quality of video anymore, the quality of the commercial. It's the thought process in how you communicate in that 60 seconds or half hour. So that what you're paying for these days is experience and communication, not technology. And so we We've produced um, half-hour TV commercials for $25,000. We've produced them for half a million dollars. It really depends on how hard is it to get your message out there so people believe it in a credible fashion. And one of the things that we do, a lot of the times, we'll test that concept on radio first. Because if you can get people to react to your message with just the spoken word, imagine now if you put video behind it. So we sure, cut our teeth. It. Yeah, yep. we cut our teeth on radio. When thinking about video, do you believe that TV is still the right video medium? It is a video medium. TV still is one of the biggest ways to get your message out there. People may not react to TV the same way they did. It may be um, split into a million pieces with all the cable channels. But the one example I'll give you is you'll see more than ever now on your television, and I don't care if it's Netflix or Hulu or traditional cable, commercials for online apps, whether it's Candy Crush or you know an app for your new home advisement uh, firm. Why would an online product, especially that big as uh, Candy Crush, could spend all their day on Facebook advertising? Why would they use television? Because the truth is, if it's still on TV and it's a generational thing as, as well, it's credible. It's how you hear it from the masses. You may interact online, which is why we talk about platform building. I may see you on television, but I want to find out about you online. And so the biggest mistake that television marketers make is thinking, hey, I got my stuff on TV and the rest will follow. And that's not true. Your stuff's on TV. Now everyone's looking for you online. So is your social media platform set up correctly? Is your Amazon or your Google Is your website taking the customer to another level or is it just dropping them off where the TV was? Right. Absolutely. Um, Do you believe that that perception that, you know, TV is an authority um, will change over time? When I first got into this business, about five years into it, they said, you know, radio's dead. Radio, first of all, I want to point out in every end of the world movie is what saves the people right? It radio, ham radio, it's how ET got home. So no medium is actually going to die out. It's going to change. It's going to have a different price point. It's going to have a bigger or a smaller audience. But when you consider, for example, baby boomers for end up, they've been watching television for 20, 30, 40, 50 years, right? They're not going to change those habits overnight just because millennials want to watch stuff on their iPhones. It's not dead. It actually is going to make a comeback because if you think of online marketing, it's so incredibly vast right now. In order to find things, you you have to know the exact word that you're looking for. 
So television will be like a beacon, just like radio will. More people are listening to radio than any other medium right now. It's it's a way to point people in a direction. And more importantly, it's a way to, um, especially if you do it correctly, create community. Because TV takes all of the senses in and it allows you to create a very stylized community. There's a lot of talk right now about how um, community is king and building a community is so important. How do you build a strong community through traditional media? The number one way is you have to really understand who you're talking to and the language that they understand. And, you know, the way you talk to a millennial is different than the way you talk to a grandfather. Everyone knows that, but they don't put the work in literally in the copywriting. How does your email headline read? Do you segment out your email? When you put a commercial together, are you picking celebrity talent because they have a hit TV show or because they actually connect with your audience? When you're on your Instagram account, are you putting pictures that get the masses to like, or are you putting in photos that get a niche audience to like you? You know, we have uh, clients that maybe have 20,000 Facebook followers and they're doing $5 million a year in sales, where I've got other clients that have a million Facebook followers and they're not making any sales. So really, when you are looking about online and, and conversion, it really comes back to conversation and voice. Do you know what you're writing, typing, saying, recording is resonating with the right audience? And so you really need to look at it as what's the conversation I'm trying to have and who am I trying to have it with? And that dictates the medium you're going to start. And once you have that locked down, what are the word choices? What are the topics that are of interest? And how do I make that the cleanest? And so sometimes we'll say, look, sometimes you don't have enough of a voice with your product. That's why we're really big on personal endorsement radio. You know, people as high up as, let's say, the Sean Hannity's or the Howard Stern's of the world, big radio voices, the people who listen to them trust those voices. Whether you agree or not, you trust they've been on there. Well, think about your local uh, weather girl on the radio. You hear her, so she says she's using a product. You, you know, believe her. Sometimes you need to borrow the credibility of others to create the voice of, of your story, right? And other times it's just about great copywriting. So it's really being able to sit down with somebody and map out the conversation you're having on radio, TV, print, or online. Absolutely. We need to take another break, but when we come back, we will cover a couple stories. Uh, the first, online retail's impact on brick and mortar, and then Chipotle's new marketing campaign. Don't go away. George Cast with Tim Barsness will be right back after a word from our sponsors. Cranberry Radio is your new destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Browse through our complete library of programs at cranberry.fm or on demand through iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, and Google Play. Don't worry, you can still access all of our great webmasterradio.fm programs at cranberry.fm. Refresh your bookmarks today to Cranberry Radio at cranberry.fm. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. 
Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrands with a Z for eBrands. Is your website hacked? Is your website displaying error messages or loading slowly? Even if there are no signs of malicious activity, your site may still be compromised. Websites, like cars, require regular maintenance to perform at their best and not leave you stranded. At Fjord, our website maintenance experts can help you assess which one of our maintenance plans will best support your needs. Visit FjordDigital.com or call 612-877-3840 and get the support and protection your website and business deserve. That's F-J-O-R-G-E digital.com. Tim Barsness is back with more advertising advice with FjordCast. Only on Cranberry Radio. Welcome back to Fjordcast. I'm your host, Tim Barsness, and I'm here with Charlie Fusco of Synergix. Um, our first story today is written by Charlie. Uh, it's titled, Retailers Need to Master Building Shopping Communities in 2017. It calls out, calls out specifically how Sephora is doing compared to um, retailers who've obviously closed their doors in recent months. Um, Charlie, I'm curious... What is it that Sephora is doing differently? Sephora is a party. When we used to go shopping back in the day, you would go with your girlfriends. You'd spend all day shopping. It was fun. You'd go into the stores and it was a community event. And now most stores are honestly a pain. You go in there, there's either pushy salespeople or they're nowhere to be found. The stores are overcrowded. They're shoving a lot of merchandise in there. They um, are more about selling than they are experience. And so you'd rather not. Let me just go to Amazon and have it delivered to my door. I don't need to deal with that. What Sephora does, not just from an in-store experience, but just even in their rewarding, you know, they have their birthday club. They send you emails that are targeted to your last purchase. So if I purchased a red lipstick uh, last month, the email I'm getting is maybe for an eyeshadow that uh, would have gone to that or for a makeup brand that I've shopped for. They really do speak to me at my level, but they encourage community and fun. Even when you're in the store, you can get makeovers there. They have uh, places that you can touch and play. They have rewards coupons. They make it easy for you to buy how, when, and what you want without issue. And that's the biggest thing I take into most of my client meetings is saying, listen, your customers want to dictate when and how they want to buy something and they want to be able to customize it. So they, you have to set up your ordering in a way that your customer can customize what they want to get from you and that they can order it how and when they want, whether they want to go into brick and mortar online, order on TV or on their phone. And Sephora makes it fun. What could a B2B brand learn from uh, what you just said about the B2C world where the customer customer is customizing what they're buying. In business, especially uh, lead generation businesses, um, whether you're talking about attorneys or um, medical services or financial, is a lot of the times they become sort of cookie cutter. You can have package A, B, or C. And really, if there's a way that you can um, have a conversation with your customer before you actually offer them a product, you can ask some very key questions, whether it's through a survey, whether it's through um, a phone call, or whether it's 
through sending them out a white paper or having them comment on a blog, you can get some very specific answers to questions. And once you have those answers, now you can customize your service offerings, maybe just by 10%. That 10% now will speak more loudly to that customer. So imagine instead of just saying, hey, for $5,000, you can uh, join our retainer service as a legal firm. You can go in and get information and customize that program. Sure. Um, our second story today is near and dear to my heart. Uh, touches on Chipotle's newest campaign uh, using comedy to portray the real ingredient image. Uh, Charlie, I don't know if you've caught any of these ads yet, but I'm curious. Um, do you think that the that comedians talking about um, Chipotle's real ingredients gets their point across? Sure. I'm not a fan. Uh, you know, there's a a myth, right? That if a celebrity speaks, it will sell. And there's a myth that if you make some fun of something, that it'll be memorable. And the truth is there's just too many people in the world making fun of too many things. And so it really becomes, you know, fodder. It, it, it goes back to authenticity and credibility and present, you know, presentability. And I don't know that just, um, Chipotle having people talk about their products enough. I mean, why is that any different than Subway or any chain restaurant? Is it really about the ingredients or is it about how the person feels after they eat at Chipotle? Um, and and comedy is tricky. If you don't like that comedian, maybe you don't like Chipotle. That's a good point. I can tell you that for me, it's all about how I feel when I'm done. Absolutely. And that's actually the trick with using celebrities. When you pigeonhole your product behind a celebrity voice, you really are exciting one segment of the audience and you're completely turning off another segment of the audience. And that's why you have to be really careful with your celebrity endorsements. Sometimes it's better to make your product a celebrity or the owner a celebrity or an employee the celebrity because it's at least connected to your product and your brand in a very authentic way. And you're not putting all your eggs in a celebrity hopeful basket. It's why I'm not a big fan of um, just social influencer marketing. Just because somebody on Instagram posted your your product, it's not a long-term branding play that has sustainability. You bet. Thanks for that point. And we are out of time. So that's it for today on FjordCast. Thanks for being on the show today, Charlie. Absolutely. Anytime. And you can reach Charlie at her website, thatgirlcharlie.com, and also more on her company website, Synergix, that's .com. That's uh, S-Y-N-E-R-G-I-X-X.com. And thank you to our listeners for joining us on the Fjordcast. You can download episodes of the program by going to cranberry.fm or subscribing to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. The opinions expressed are those of the hosts and their guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cranberry News Marketing and Cranberry.fm. Rebroadcasts or retransmission of this content without proper consent is prohibited 